This is Dr. James Cruz, Medical Director of Wayne Memorial Community Health Centers with your Wayne Memorial Health System COVID-19 update for Monday, March 1st. So as of yesterday, there have been about 28.6 million cases in the U.S. Nationwide, new cases are down 44% in the past 14 days. But even with that, last week we crossed a grim milestone. Over a half million Americans have now died from COVID. And in the past week in Wayne and Pike County, there have been 166 new cases. So the numbers are down from two to three weeks ago, but they're still too high. You know, on the vaccine front, Pennsylvania has given out 2.3 million doses of vaccine, and now 15% of the population of the state has had at least one dose. In Wayne County, we've given out about 10,000 total doses, and about 7,400 people have had at least one dose. Pike County has given out about 6,600 total doses, and about 4,800 people in Pike County have received at least one dose. Now, so last week I talked about there being a mix-up at the state level in labeling vaccines being sent for whether they were for first or second vaccine. This caused vaccine that was meant for second doses to be given out as first doses. This really happened all around the state, including at Wayne Memorial. Now the state does not have enough vaccine to cover all the second doses currently due. So they've recommended delaying second doses to 42 days instead of doing the 21 days for Pfizer and 28 for Moderna. And this approach does have the approval of both the CDC and the FDA. And, you know, as I talked about last week, I really don't think this is a bad thing because this really allows more people to get at least one dose, increasing the total immunity in the population. The second dose booster will be just as effective even with that delay. People just may not have the high level of immunity until two weeks after the second dose, but the immunity in the end should be the same. There's real, really no reason to think that delaying that second dose will have any effect on your immunity. So if you got the first dose from us, you will be notified by email or automated telephone message when your second dose clinic will be available. As a reminder, you can register on our website for the vaccine for when it becomes available if you fit in the 1A category. So go to WMH.org. At the very top of the page is a banner for COVID vaccine registration. Click on it to set up an account, and you'll get an email to schedule an appointment when we get vaccine in. Now, there are other places in the area, like I know the Weiss and Rite Aid and Honesdale have been getting some vaccines. For both of those, though, please do not call the pharmacy directly. You must go online to check for availability and to schedule appointments. So I wanted to talk about the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. The Johnson & Johnson vaccine was approved by the FDA over the weekend, and they plan on start shipping it this week. So the differences are it's one dose instead of two, and that way you don't have to worry about you know scheduling a second dose clinic and will it be available. Also, storage is a lot easier. It can be stored at regular refrigerator temperature. Now, there is some data out there that it may be a little less effectiveness. Effectiveness in preventing COVID illness was 66% but it was 85% effective against severe disease. And in the clinical trials, there were no COVID hospitalizations or death in the vaccine group 28 days after vaccination. However, if you think about 66% effectiveness, that's just with one shot. This is kind of very similar to Moderna and Pfizer vaccine data if you just do one shot of theirs. It's only after that Moderna and Pfizer booster that they get up to around 95%. 
So Johnson & Johnson is now doing a study to see what is the effectiveness if they give a booster. And I imagine in the end, it'll be very similar to the Moderna and Pfizer products. Also, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine trials were ran a little later than the Pfizer and Moderna trial, and some of them were done in South Africa against the new variant, where it was only about 57% effective, but it was 72% effective in U.S. participants. So, you know, this is really all about study strategy. Johnson & Johnson wanted to see if they could get a one-dose vaccine out there. Moderna and Pfizer wanted to maximize efficacy in their trials, so they, they did two doses close together. And in the end, we're kind of stuck with that data from them, that you really need two doses of those, which essentially cuts our vaccine supply in half. So I think the, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine is a great addition to our vaccine armamentarium. I do not see it as an inferior vaccine. It just has some differences. And the bottom line is, whichever vaccine you can get, get it. And then I was asked last week about, do you still need to wear a mask after being vaccinated and the official answer to that is yes. And this is for a few reasons. You know, well, first of all, for the first couple of weeks after your first vaccine, it has not taken effect yet, and you can definitely get COVID. We've actually had a few employees that got COVID within a week or so of being vaccinated because they went to a holiday event where people weren't wearing masks. Now, after you've been fully vaccinated, that changes. And fully vaccinated means two weeks after the second dose of the Moderna or Pfizer vaccine, and 28 days after the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. It is still recommended that you wear a mask in public because vaccinated people can have asymptomatic COVID infections and could potentially spread it without ever knowing they had it. So there is some new, very good data on that front. The Pfizer vaccine has shown significant decrease in asymptomatic infections. So that's, you know, when they do a nasal swab for some reason, like travel or work or whatever, and find the infection in folks that had no symptoms. And they found about 46% reduction in asymptomatic infections two weeks after the first dose and 90% reduction after the second dose. So this is very promising that the vaccine does reduce asymptomatic infection and therefore the re it does reduce the risk of spreading it. However, until there a large portion of the population is vaccinated, I would still recommend wearing a mask. Now, if you're in a small group where everyone has been vaccinated, then I don't think it's really necessary, but I would still wear a mask in public. And frankly, the other reason people should still be wearing masks in public, even if they've been vaccinated, at least for now, is to avoid the confusion of, well, why is this person not wearing a mask in the store and not knowing whether they've been vaccinated or not? You know, it, it's kind of one of those things, part of like our social contract with others and shows respect for others, even if we've been vaccinated. So other people don't worry that, that we're just not following the rules. You know, this is kind of like, do you really need to stop at a stoplight in the middle of the night when there's no traffic? Obviously, if there's no traffic, there's no physical danger or physical, you know, reason for you to stop at the stoplight. But we do it because we're supposed to. We do it because... Those are the rules we kind of all agree to. And so even if there's no traffic at night and there's a stoplight or a stop sign, we stop at it. It's just a thing we do to keep each other safe and keep society safe. This is Dr. James Cruz, Medical Director of Wayne Memorial Community Health Centers with your Wayne Memorial Health System COVID-19 update for Monday, March 1st. Remember, you can hear this update anytime you'd like using the Radio Bowl podcast site. Go to RadioBowl.com to hear all of our updates anytime.